Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hello everyone, welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. I'm Anna and I'm Laura. We're back with another episode for you today. Um, We have a topic that gives me anxiety. I hate talking about it, but I think it's a good reason though. Like because of that, I'm glad we're talking about it. I think it's more of just like, I'm like, why would anyone else want to hear me talk about this? But like, I get that. Yeah. So let me introduce this topic. So I actually approached Anna with this, which is why she probably has anxiety because this is not her idea, but I think I was like, you really want to do this one this week? Well, so, okay. <laughs> it's very clear that it is timely for what's going on in our life. That makes it seem like it has to do with one of us. It doesn't. No, but it's there, just This like, topic has been brought up recently in, yeah. Within, yeah so like I feel, especially in our like age range, yes. I guess mid to late twenties, um, Everyone is obsessed with talking about relationship status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, th- there's two different, like, folds of what you get when mm-hmm. you're in either a relationship or not. So, like, my end, we're not talking about the, that today. This is, like, a whole other topic. But, like, every single time people see me, it's, when are you having kids? Like, yes, right away. Because I'm married. I have to have a kid, like, right away. And, like, that's the conversation that's mm-hmm. being brought up. Being single oh, are you talking to anyone? Mm -hmm. Are you dating anyone? And it's like a topic of conversation. Yeah. Right, just because you're single. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted to like bring it up to Anna because like I've kind of been around her like where people have mentioned it. Mm -hmm. It seems off to me because like when I talk with Anna, I don't even know if you're Snapchatting a new guy. Like we don't talk about it like that. Mm -hmm. If there's something of importance, you bring it up and you're like, oh, I have drama or tea or whatever. But it's not a natural instinct for me to no. say. There's just so, so much. So you're still single this week? Yeah, there's just so much other things to talk about. Right. And, but a lot of people care. Yeah. And I think it's like um, a matter of being like, you know, it's, it's kind of like the three, the three first things you bring up when you see someone. And it's like, how are you? How's work? How's insert significant other's name here? Right. And so when you don't have a significant other, it's like, are you seeing anyone? Are there any boys? Are you dating? Like, that's the question I get. And it's weird. I, I don't think I ever noticed it or what had like a problem with it. Like throughout college, because like I was in relationships throughout right. college. And then after, it just seems like that age where it was just like, normal to ask I guess and not that it's not now but like it wasn't until after I graduated college when I would constantly get asked that question and I'm like this is fucking annoying like why does it matter well I guess if you think about it too in college it's kind of like revolves around dating Mm -hmm. like it's very even if you're not dating someone you're talking to someone there's a pool there's someone for you Mm -hmm. you're snapchatting someone like so that is more relevant and and I was so much more down to like spilled the tea on my relationship statuses like now even if I was talking to someone right now if someone outside like my immediate circle asked me and I wasn't like full-on dating someone I'd be like oh no there's no one like I'm not gonna like like a random my nail tech be like yeah so (laughs) like I just like wouldn't do that right and like and family members like extended family like I wouldn't be like oh yeah let me tell you about my latest you know boy flavor of the month like I'm not gonna do that so it's weird and so when I started to get annoyed with it 
I realized that like, and I still do it, but like not right away. Like when me and Lauren are catching up, I'll be like, you know, we'll talk about work life. We'll talk about a bunch of other stuff. And then I'll be like, Oh, like how's Tyler? Like I will ask her, but like, that's not the first thing I ask people now just because like I'm conscious of how annoying it is. So I've tried to stop taking it out of my question, but I think it is like a natural thing. So I get it, but it's just annoying. I think though, we should get into like how you get approached about it because right. I do think that's part of it too. Like, yeah, I think that there, is, like you said, there is times like I don't, when people ask about Ty, I could care less. Like, yeah. yeah, sure. Let me tell you about him. Like whatever. Yeah. But there is, and I'm sure being single too, there is a time and a place like where it will naturally come up. Be like, yeah. Oh, well like, have you seen anyone lately? Yeah. Or like, well, like, have you been there for a date or you yeah. kind of bring it up naturally, mm -hmm. but that's like not what happens. No, usually. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like when, um, I feel like it, it's always like the starts obviously with the question like, Oh, like, are you like seeing anyone? Are you dating anyone? Are there any boys or anything like that? Um, like that's always, like the first question and then it'll be like oh like you know no I'm not and then it'll be like oh you should go on dating apps and it's mm -hmm. like oh my god like what like like why no is that a suggestion <laughs> like what do you like oh my god wow such a great suggestion I never thought I'll of find that. someone tomorrow it isn't like the, <laughs> dating apps aren't like the core of human interaction for our generation how did I not think of that like no yeah. fucking shit so, like, that comment is always hilarious to me because it's like, oh, wow, what a novel idea. Thank you for that input. Right. And so they'll, like, suggest going on dating apps or, like, you know, getting out there. And I'm like, thank you. Um, oh, and then, It's almost like when you tell someone who's having, like, anxiety to calm down. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Like, that's, yeah. like, an easy, like, yeah, I'm not going to just get out there yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, like, it'll be like, <laughs> you know, you should get on dating apps. Like, you need to get out there or, like, you know, it'll happen when you least expect it. That's the best one. Don't say that to your single friends. No one wants to hear it. It's right. bullshit because it's always funny too when it's coming from like Becky who could never be by herself and always had like a revolving boyfriend. And it's like, that's real rich coming from you. Like the person right. who needed to give her boyfriend an ultimatum to like stay with her. So I'm like, thank you. Yes. Let me just walk around not expecting it and just wanting to like bump into someone. That's great advice. But so it'll, they'll say that and then they'll be like, or it'll, this is the best. And I know like our friends do it and it is funny, but it'll be like, can I go on your hinge and like swipe left and right? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fine. But this is the thing is like online dating for people, for people in relationships is like a person without a child babysitting. Like it's real fun to like do it at the time, get the That's kid, a very interesting get the kids like all coked up on sugar to then send home back to their like parents like it's the same thing for people who are in relationships on dating apps because they'll swipe left on like really ugly guys to be like hee hee or swipe right on really ugly guys but like, hee hee this will be funny or like guys who are totally out of my league and then start these like funny random conversations and like have a good old time but then the next day I have to wake up hung over in the middle of 10 conversations that I was never a part of when I get overwhelmed answering my friends text messages normally so like waking right. up to that is like a fucking nightmare so it's like it is funny and like I will join in and we can like laugh about it but it's literally it's just it's is annoying sometimes because and it's not even yeah. swiping left and right is fine it's more the conversation piece where they're like I'm gonna message this guy and like like, and they think they have, like, the yes, openers. Yes, and like, I'm like, oh, God, I would never say any of this shit. And I don't want to talk to this person to yeah. begin with. So that's, like, the one one thing that is also annoying. And I think from, like, a relationship perspective, like, I don't know if people get how 
significant that is. Like, I, I'm just, like, putting yeah. it, like, I know that I've definitely been, like, can I see your Hinge profile yeah. or, like, whatever, because, uh-huh. like, I want to see and it. And I will say, it is fun. And if I really didn't want to do it, I'd be, like, no. Like, right. I, I don't think I've ever, like, texted no, on no. your behalf. No, I no, think no, that's no, very haven't. strange. But, like, I will say I don't think, like, that's as deep as you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like, that was interesting because, like, I would think, like, oh, you swipe left and right and, like, no big deal. Like, you yeah. don't need to talk to them if you don't want to. But then you are waking up then with a ton of people that, like, you the, might have not have swiped yes. swipe left or right on. In the middle like, of, like, random conversations. And then it's like, I know this is bad. I, to be honest, I don't consider this ghosting. Like, if you started up a conversation with someone and you like had met gone out for drinks and like you know we're talking and stuff and then just randomly stop answering that's That's ghosting to me yeah if we start talking on a dating app don't exchange numbers at all or anything and I just randomly or one of us randomly stops talking I don't consider that that's just really not that's just like I'm not interested but guys get so bent about that and like they're like I can go in right now I like literally read it in my notifications but didn't go into it where he was like okay guess that's a no from you like people get bent when you don't like when you just like stop in the middle of answering so then like I'll be in the middle of 10 conversations and then like three or four of them within a few days I'll get another like oak like some snarky comment about how to answer and then I'm saying like right. oh god this is so and I think annoying. for you too like dating apps is not your like number one like, yeah. choice of activity for dating no. anyway. So I could definitely see how that would be annoying for people to be like, go on a dating app. It's yeah. like, dude, I've tried it. Like yeah. it's not what you like. Yeah. Like it's everyone no. there's ways to meet people outside of dating apps. Too. Yeah. And it's like it's funny and it's kind of the same thing as like my friends and I have we have such like different tastes, especially my friends taste for me like it's kind of like when you're on dating apps so like I'll be like ew no and they'll be like what he's so hot and then someone that I like they'll be like ew what and then I'm like okay shit like like, do I terrible like what so like that and that kind of leads me into the another thing is like the whole like let me set you up Mm. that's the other thing where I'm just like just don't do it like because 9.9 times out of 10 it's like not someone that your friend truly thinks you're going to get along with. It's more just like you're single and I know this other guy who's single. And since, you know, you're both single and couldn't possibly be okay with being alone, like you clearly are both desperate to meet someone. Let me pair the two of you up. It's and not it's like, like they actually think it's no, a great fit it's for you. never someone that they think is going to be a great fit for you. So one, just don't do that. But no. also if you are that friend and you truly have someone that you think might get along with your friend, that's really great. But don't do the whole, I have someone that I want to set you up with. Like, it never ends well. It's always awkward. It makes the conversation uncomfortable. Like, if you want them to meet, don't tell either of them. and put See if them, it happens naturally. Put them in a social situation where they're around each other and see what happens. And yeah. if it doesn't work out, fine. That's whatever. But, like, don't – like, ha- like if you have a party and then you invite both of them, then don't go up to them and be like, hey, so you need to look out for so-and-so because I think you guys would be great together and I'm trying to set you up and blah, blah, blah. Because then that just makes the whole thing weird. Like, if it feels natural, yeah. it has way more chances of working out than not. That's, like – I was going to say, all of these things that you're describing, it's, like, putting pressure on a very intimate situation. Like, yeah. you would never normally want – someone to get involved with your like love life like no. advice is one thing and I think that's yes. a whole different talk conversation yes. if we're all sitting here and you're like guys like I need some advice I like a guy how do I go about it then yeah you're opening it up let's talk yeah. about it but it's like you would never normally want someone to say hey I think you should do x y and z mm-hmm. here's how to do it like 
when you're fine being single or it's, it's your job. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm okay. Like I'm a big girl. I can find someone if I want someone. Like it's weird that people think that they have liberty to like talk about it. Yeah. It's like, and just like even around the singleness too is like the whole other where to be like, like, how are you single? Or like, why are you single? It's such like an odd question to me. Cause what if I would be like, how are you in a relationship? Like, why right. are you in a relationship? Like I would never ask someone that. So what do you think people are insinuating when they I say think, that? I think they're trying to make it a compliment, but it's not. And it's, it's also funny because it's not like a real question. Like it's a scripted question with a scripted answer. When someone asked you, like, how are you single or why are you single, the, like, answer that everyone's looking for is for you to, like, giggle and be like, oh, I don't know, and, like, somehow take it as a compliment when that's not the case. Because I couldn't go up to someone and be real and be like, because dating single men in their 20s is, like, a full-time, like, cold-calling job where you don't get paid, where I'm just running around, literally, where I'm just running around trying to meet men, and then as soon as they open their mouth and say five words, I'm immediately, like... I've made a terrible mistake. Why am I doing that? And then that's on top of the fact that being single is like, it's really fun. Like there's nothing wrong with being single. Being single is like when you're in high school and your parents go away for the weekend and you have the house to yourself for the weekend and there's no rules and you have no one else to like worry about. That's what being single is. Like that is the best analogy for being single. Like 24-7. Yes. That's what it is 24-7. And no one ever wants that like weekend to end. So I'm just like, if I told them that they would look at me like I had six heads and they'd be like, oh, like, okay, like, I guess, yeah, that's fine reason to be single. Like no one wants the real answer to that question. So it just makes no sense to me because one, just a weird question to ask and to begin with. And second, you don't want my real answer. So why are you asking? Right. So that's another. When I think it's too, like when, if you're taking people in relationships, like they are like putting in perspective like they were single mm-hmm. and now they're not and now they're happy yeah uh, you know presumably they're very happy being mm-hmm. in a relationship yeah so they assume you must not be yeah like you know and i think that's where all of these questions are coming mm-hmm. from because they don't understand they're just not thinking and again i'm sure i've been at fault for this too like mis- mistakenly yeah. you never like Unless there are some people who probably are, like, very, like, deliberate. But, yeah, usually coming from, like, a positive standpoint, they're just, like, I want that happiness for you. Yeah. Like, and, of course, anyone does. But it's, like, that's not, you know, you could say the same thing about me. Yeah. You were happy single. You know? Yeah. Now you're not. Like, And that's the thing is, like, I I get comments like that all the time of people in not even like directly saying to me, but it'll be like either they're thinking about breaking up with their boyfriend or the idea of like being in a relationship and then being single. They're like, I'm just so scared. Like dating now seems miserable and I just don't want to be alone. That's like the worst possible decision I could ever make. And making a laundry list of how, you know, staying in a relationship with like a mediocre partner that they're not thrilled about seems better than God, the the terror of being alone yeah, as you're sitting as single. I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh God, my life must look like shit to you. And I don't truly take offense. I think before, previously, like um, when I was younger, I definitely took, probably took more offense to that. But now I just realized that it's more of like an insecurity on their right. part than anything on me. And that's fine for them to feel that way. Cause you don't, 
like it takes a while to feel comfortable and be like happy alone. Well, I was gonna say, so like, how has your perception of being single changed over time? Because obviously, mm. you weren't always single. No, you had a lot of not a lot, but like you had a lot of relationships. <laughs> You've been around the block. <laughs> you were there was a period of time where yes. you did have relationships yes. back to back. Mm-hmm. You've experienced a long term relationship. You've mm-hmm. kind of had everything in between. Yeah. So like. Do you feel like your perception of being single has changed over time? Yeah, I feel like being single definitely comes, like, with phases. And I think at first, you know, depending on the situation previously, like, it's really fun at first. And you're like, oh, I'm going to get to meet so many new people. And it's like, I'm alone. And it's, like, freeing and, you know, all that stuff. And it's great. And then there's the phase of, like, feeling really alone and being like, I'm going to be alone forever. I'm not going to meet anyone. Um, Is there something wrong with me for, like, being single and everything like that? And then there's kind of more of, like, the acceptance phase of being like, there's something wrong with me. Like, I'm happy to be single. Like, kind of seeing you know, the perks of being single and like working on yourself and like finding a way to like be comfortable doing things like by yourself and like for yourself too. Um, And I think that's kind of part of it too. I think for, I've clearly gotten very comfortable. Like I'm kind of at the stage now where it's like, I've been alone for a very long time now where like being in a relationship. So I'm like, Oh, that kind of scares me. (laughs) Like I'm a little too comfortable now um, being by myself. So like, And I think too, like I, it's taken me a while, but I've realized all of like the benefits of me being alone where I'm just kind of like, do I want to give that up for someone? Like it'd have to be someone really great. I think that's also too why I have a hard time dating where like a lot of the people that I meet, I'm like, I don't think you're worth giving up my freedom right now. Like it'd have to be someone like really great, but and ideally, the person wouldn't, like, make you give up freedom. True, exactly. <laughs> no, not, I don't mean, like, freedom. But, like, you know, I think it's more of just, like, I have no one else to worry about but myself. Right. I have no one else's opinions to take into consideration but right. myself. And I think it's more of, like, I really appreciate that aspect of my life. And so now it's kind of, like, it has to be someone really good to, like, have to – want to bring them in for any sort of opinion on anything which I think is the point too right like you don't want to bring in like I think that's where a lot of people like how you were saying before like how people are so scared of being single yeah so they do accept people that they probably should not be with and where you are very comfortable because you know I'm not going to settle for this type of person or this type of relationship and you're happy being yeah. single. And, and and I don't even want to say being single because I feel like that's not even, like, the characteristic mm-hmm. of you. It's just, like, you're happy with your life right now. And mm-hmm. you're happy with your freedom right now. And it's great if someone can come in and be Add a partner that. there. But yeah. it's also not the end of the world. Yeah. And it's more just, like, I've definitely obviously gone through all the phases of being single. And even now there's still times where I'm, like, Ugh, like, what's wrong with me? Like, there's totally days where I'm, like – it's me. Like, I'm the problem. Like, what is the issue here? Like, definitely have days like that. But, like, they get very, very far and few between at, like, yeah. the longer you do it. Um, <laughs> but I think right now, for me, it's more of just, like, a insecurity or, like, comparison thing. Like, yeah. I never think about the fact that I'm single until I'm – because I'm literally the only single person I know. And I know that that's like very unique to my situation. Like I know, cause I have friends in other friend groups who 
they're the only person in their friend group who's in a relationship. So I think like in my like small world to me, when I like really compare myself or look at my life compared to other people's, that's like the glaring, like missing gap. So I'm just, then that's when I'm like insecure or like, fuck what's wrong with me. But I like have to remind myself, like, that's like, that's like not a normal situation. Like there are a lot of other single people out there. You just are in a group where everyone has found someone, which is awesome. And I'm happy for every single one of you. But I think that's the only, that's the only time now that I'm like, feel some sort of way about it. Yeah. Which it makes sense too, because like that is your surrounding, that is your social setting. So like, it makes sense that you would feel like that. Mm -hmm. But um, I do think too, like our friend group is great about doing things with mm-hmm. couples, but also not always. Like, yes. I think that's probably helpful too because, and it's not, be- we, we don't do it because no, yeah, you're yeah. single. It's because we want to have girl time and yes. hang out and do activities. And I'm like very and- grateful for that. And I'm very grateful that I like truly like all of your, your husband, all their boyfriends, everyone like that. Like, right. Like you also have an individual friendship with all of them as well. Yeah. So, so like, it's like when we, there are times where we do big group, like couple events yeah. and I'm the only single one there and I don't ever feel like out of place right. or like which I think it. is special because I bet you yes. there are people listening right now that are the single friend yeah. and also feel like the third wheel every yeah. time that they're doing things with other friends mm-hmm. and it's like I'm sure that's very uncomfortable yes. and a whole different yeah problem. and I feel very very grateful for that like for being in the situation I'm in I feel like that's like the best case scenario which I'm happy about yeah. um but yeah, so I do recognize that, but it is that's like really the only time I feel yeah, like any yeah. sort of way. But though honestly, I think like one of the main reasons we brought this up is because we've had uh, talks like this about being single recently within our life, and I brought up to some people in our friend group about this comedian. His name's Daniel Sauce, and he has three. Well, he has two Netflix specials and two. HBO specials now and um he's one of my favorite comedians I'm obsessed with him but um I we were kind of having a similar topic to this conversation with some of our friends and I recommended him to one of our friends to like watch this stand-up but so basically this stand-up it's called Jigsaw it came out in 2018 and um it's his second special on Netflix. If you like look him up, you'll be Mm -hmm. able to find it on there. But basically, so it came out in 2018, which is right when I graduated from uh, grad school and then like moved to Philly and and with my two best friends. And it was during my uh, Bender phase, Mm. if you remember, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) which was a fun phase, but I was definitely going through it Mm -hmm. during that time. And it was like a very transitional period in my life. And that was probably the time I definitely felt the most insecure about being single and like not having someone. And so I watched this uh, special when it came out that year and it just like truly changed my mindset on how I perceive myself, but also what I think about relationships and what relationships mean and the different dynamics that happen within relationships. And I, it's still something like I've watched this special probably like 20 times now. Like it's still, I mean, I rewatch standup specials all the time because I think yeah. they're funny, but this one, I just love Daniel sauce because he's very smart. And like, while he's also equally hilarious, like all of his specials have some sort of like a deeper meaning behind them. And like, they make you think, and I just think he's very, very smart. Um, so I've watched this like 20 times now just because it's like a good mm-hmm. reminder. He calls it his love letter to single people, which it truly is. And basically in the, he along with like a bunch of other jokes, 
the meat of the special is where he's talking about this analogy of a jigsaw puzzle. And um, it's an analogy that his dad told him when he was like young and it has really stuck with him. And so basically the analogy is that like the top left corner is like, you know, you're putting your jigsaw puzzle together and it's supposed to like make up your life. So like the top left corner of the jigsaw puzzle is your family and everything like that. The top right is um, your friends. The bottom left is your career and the bottom life or, or bottom right are like hobbies and interests. So that makes a lot of sense. You know, that's how you put it. You're putting those mm -hmm. puzzle pieces together to form like a picture that is your life. And so when his dad was explaining this to him, Daniel was like, okay, dad, like that makes sense. But like, what is the middle part? And his dad responded and was like, oh, that's your partner piece. That's like your love. That's mom for me. It's like, you know, the love of your life. That's what goes mm -hmm. in the middle. And how Daniel internalized that as a kid and then also how like society kind of teaches kids nowadays right. is just this kind of like, if you're not with someone, you're broken. Like if you're not in a relationship, like you're incomplete. Because mm -hmm. if you look at, you know, just media in general, like every prince has a princess, every princess has a prince, every rom-com always there's a someone they always end up together even if it's someone who at the beginning of the movie was full and happy and was okay being single by the end of the movie they have to be in a relationship mm -hmm. and so it's just something that's um been like ingrained in our minds and um he basically goes on to say like how people our age are so afraid of being alone that they're going to settle for someone who clearly doesn't fit into our jigsaw puzzle. And the kicker is, is like, because no one is a jigsaw piece. Like right. we are all deeply complex. We are all our own jigsaw puzzles. So the idea that you can just fit someone else in the middle of your jigsaw puzzle doesn't work. That doesn't make sense. And so, you know, he's like, <laughs> you're going to spend all this time trying to shove this person into a jigsaw piece in the middle of your puzzle and it's not going to work out and all because you're too afraid to like be alone. And he throws in some like statistics that are actually pretty staggering. And it's basically like, you know, people are more obsessed with the idea of love than actually the person they're with. And so like 55% of marriages end in divorce. 90% of marriages under the age of 30 end in divorce. And he basically makes the joke that like, if those were your odds for surgery, like none of us would risk it, but we're totally right. able to risk it to like mess around with like, you know, the person you're going to spend your life with. Um, and he like, you know, there's a lot in the middle there. I'm obviously like paraphrasing, um, but he goes on, he's like, basically says how it was a really beautiful analogy to explain life, which I agree. I think it's really easy to understand. Mm -hmm. He's like, but the one part that is got wrong, his dad got wrong is that that middle piece isn't for most people, your partner, your significant other, the middle piece is supposed to be like your happiness, like what yeah. you do to find happiness in life. And often there are times obviously when your happiness piece is also a person and that works out great. And that happens for many people, but statistically, that's probably not the case is like where he was going with it. Um, and he was like, you need to find things in your life to make you happy, really work on yourself rather than, uh, you know, try to find, he basically, I think he says like people try to employ that happiness onto another person and that's never going to work. Like you have to be happy for yourself first. Um, and, you know, this isn't to say that love doesn't exist, that like wasn't the point of the whole episode. It's more just like statistically you probably haven't found it and um, being single isn't 
the end of the world and, you know, everyone, you know, needs to like learn how to be happy and be by themselves. But yeah, so then he goes on and just like makes jokes, obviously, about the show and how, you know, when he was um, writing this like special and like, you know, talking about this analogy and how, you know, his dad missed the mark on the middle piece and everything. He told him how when he was working through this joke, he like was using it on his friends and he's like, I have this analogy in my head that I, you know, my dad explained to me and it really resonated with me. And I've been thinking about it a while. And like, I just want to see if it resonates with you. And he like would basically kind of do the routine for them. And he's like, five of my friends that I did the routine for were all in relationships and four of them broke up with their girlfriend in like the next two months. And I was like, oh my God. And so he, when he says that he starts laughing and then he goes, you know, all of you better start laughing like in the uh, audience because if not, then you're going to have a long ride home if you're here with your significant other. And after the special aired and like, you know, everyone saw it, he's now caused like from this special 120,000 plus people to break up and has caused 300 plus divorces, which is like it's insane. It's so funny. He's so proud of it too. Like he like, cause he's a comedian. Too. He's a comedian yeah. and he's also an asshole, yeah. but like, it's like in his Twitter bio and his Instagram bio, oh like he God. is so proud of it. And, um, it's always funny when uh, they people call it the breakup special and he calls it his love letter to single people. And it's just very true. But it's always really funny when I talk about this special to people. And like I truly only ever bring it up because like it's like a weird – it's not like I, – I don't want to like bring my singleness up around people all because it doesn't make – there's no reason to. But right. like if it's warranted and it makes sense, I'll bring up the special and explain it. And it's always really interesting to see people's reaction, especially people who are in relationships, because when I talk about it with them, there are multiple times where people in relationships have taken it like too seriously and get offended by the analogy and the jokes and the fact that like so many people have broken up about it. And they're like, really? Like, he's proud of that? Like, that's something he would like... Like, why is that so funny? And um, like he, the whole point of it is not to say true love doesn't exist and that he wants to break up people because the fact of the matter is like if it was true love and you're meant to be with that person, this, you won't be offended by it. You'll laugh at the jokes and it'll be funny to you. But if you are insecure in the relationship or like doubtful, then clearly this is going to probably rub you the wrong way and so it's always very interesting to me like to see how people react to the special and his jokes and I don't think like it like that's the thing is like if you're happy in your relationship there's no reason that watching the special would make you feel any sort of way differently but if you do watch it and it does I think that's something to be said right yeah so I watched it and so actually I heard about it not from you but Mm. inspired by you um our friends who you told about the special brought it up so that's how I heard about it and uh we like had a conversation and I had never heard of the comedian Mm. I'm not a big like comedian person so I'm not surprised I didn't know who he was I'm very excited yeah he definitely seems your speed um so (laughs) I because I watched it and was like oh god this is like little did you watch his first one? No, but I didn't realize that this doesn't happen until like the last 20 yes, minutes. It's, like, it's the special. last, it's like an hour long special and it's like the last 20 yeah, minutes. So I listened to this in a car ride going to work one time as mm-hmm. a podcast almost yeah. like, which was perfect. And, um, 
you know, was just intrigued. I was like, yeah. I just want to like listen to it. Yeah. And I thought it was so interesting. So like, this was Isn't part, he good? Like he's just smart. It was very, it's so weird too, because then I talked about it with people and they're like, this was in a comedy special. Yeah. And I'm like, and he yeah. even says it in the like, special. He's like, I understand that this isn't a particularly funny part of the right, show. But it was so in- interesting. So like what I found really cool was, or not cool, but intriguing was when they were talking about like the puzzle piece and like how that is your life and Mm -hmm. how it's making up and when they were talking about how you force someone in Mm -hmm. the the hole so like just imagine like you know a a circle and you're putting a square in your your middle of your piece to fit that to fit that person you have to take away some of your friends, mm-hmm. take away some of your hobbies, change your family. And yeah. so, like, if you're picturing, like, you're removing all of these different things just to make someone fit, that's not a fit. No. Like, because now you're taking and now you have holes elsewhere yeah. in your life. So, yeah, you made them work in your life. But did you give up your hobbies and yeah. your interests? Do you not talk to your friends and family anymore? Yeah. Did you have to drop out of your career? Like, mm-hmm. you know. It made it so like I loved the analogy because I'm like that is what people do it just and they don't sense. realize yeah. that they're changing their life for someone. Mm-hmm. And now don't get me wrong, again, so coming into it from a relationship point of view, you make compromises. Yes. Like I think like with anyone, and like you do learn to have interests similar mm-hmm. to your significant other. Yeah. But I do agree that like the middle shouldn't be based on a person because yeah. if that person leaves or something happens to that person yeah is your happiness gone forever like yeah. it, it needs to be a full piece of mm-hmm. happiness does that include for me my husband yeah yeah but it also includes other things too mm-hmm. and like I can you know say I don't think I've changed my no. way of life or my personality to fit Tyler in. No, not like, at all. Like, we fit each other in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he was kind of saying. Like, if you're in a married relationship and you guys fit each other in and you guys were able to make it work and you have other sources of happiness too, mm-hmm. perfect. Like, it doesn't yeah. rely on one person. I think that's helpful. Like, yeah. and the first time I watched it through too, I was – thinking about it and like at first I thought he kind of was saying like you can't have a person in the middle mm-hmm. but then I re-listened to it like in preparation of the podcast and that's not what he was saying no. like he, that could it could be yeah. a person in the middle but it's just not required no it like, has to be like the middle has to be happiness and if there is a person who adds to your happiness and you know is that adds that value to your life then perfect that's literally what they're meant for but it that happiness piece like you need to fill in yourself that was the whole right point of it is like you can't employ someone else to be your happiness because that's never going to work because and that was like when I first listened to it that was my one big beef with it Mm -hmm. like if I had any problems was because I said I feel like life is better shared with people it doesn't need to be a significant other Mm -hmm. you can have it be your parents or your friends like but i just think life is experienced better together i'm also a big people person Mm -hmm. and i love people and like interacting so that's why it makes sense Mm -hmm. for me yeah and that's the whole thing too what he was saying like everyone's jigsaw looks different Mm -hmm. it's what it is for you but it's when you start trying to make something work that clearly doesn't yeah that's where like the red flags phrase exactly and it is hard because like you think like again going from a relationship standpoint of like 
the 90 percent under mm-hmm. 30 people being married i was shocked I, i'm in that i got I married under 30 I, I was i was like i need to put it in there but i clearly no, like, don't think it's you and tyler no, but it is accurate because yeah. people what happens i think is people get together or get married young and then they change mm-hmm. but they try to stay together it's, it's and very it hard i think to change with someone else right it's very hard yeah. but i can tell you very clearly me and tyler we very much changed you, from when we yes, first met but you did it together we did it together yeah. and i know that's rare like that's yeah. not something that always can happen beautifully yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes people need to be apart to be able to do that yeah but the one thing i i do disagree with and I don't I think for the point of the comedy show I get why he framed it this way he was basically like you know people are always like what's the secret to like a long relationship like they're always searching for this answer and he's like I'll tell you what it is nothing like if you're with someone it should be as easy as breathing you should be you know Oh, like everything, like everything about them, like should like enhance you and everything like that. And I don't agree with that. I think there always are going to be challenges, but I think he just meant like, if you're, if being with them is making, you know, your jigsaw so much harder to put together because the jigsaw puzzle is never going to be complete. It's something we're always working on. He explains that like sometimes, you know, you pick up a hobby that maybe takes away some of your work pieces or you pick up more at work. So it takes some of your hobbies or you lose a family member. So you need to fill that piece. So it's like constantly working on. So he, I think he was more trying to make the point that like, if someone is making it that much harder for you to fill in those yeah. pieces, it's not going to work. But the way he frames it, like, within that sentence is, like, it should be – he literally says it should be as easy as breathing, yeah, which like I he don't kind of, agree. I agree because he was saying, like, you know, if you're, like, fighting with someone, like, there's 40 yeah. million people else yeah. in the world. But it's, like – I do disagree too yeah. because relationships are work too. Yeah, like, 100%. It would be boring if everything so boring. was so easy. Yes. Because then it's like, where's the passion? Where's yeah. the excitement? Where's the challenging? Like, yeah. you want someone to challenge you. But yeah. like, I so think, agree. I think yeah. more in like for the analogy of fitting pieces together, I think it was more of them fitting into your puzzle should be as easy as breathing. Like them, like you guys gelling in your lives should be easy. Right. Will there be hard times? Yes. But or like, or willing to like yes. I think that's it too. Like if you you both find people and like it's it is hard work, but mm-hmm. you're both willing to commit to the hard work to making yeah. it work. Like you know, because life is very messy. Like you mm-hmm. said, we're not puzzle pieces. Like yeah. it's not a perfect analogy, but it's yeah. a really great one. Yeah. to kind of think about this and and that's you're right. Like yeah. that's kind of what inspired this podcast too. Is you know because so many people think that being single is the worst thing in the world but like couldn't it also be the worst thing if you're with someone that's not filling you up and that's not making your life easy or fun Mm -hmm. or challenging like that's you know for in your mind I think because we've talked about this but like correct me if I'm wrong you'd rather be single than with someone that's not filling you yeah I think that that was like the main thing when I watched it that really helped me was just more of like it's okay. Like the whole point is to like find happiness and that doesn't have to be another person. Like right. it should be like yourself. And there's no, like there are times and like, again, not talking about you, but there are times right, right. in my, I hear my friends who are in relationships talk about their relationships and I leave the scenario and I think to myself, thank God that is not a problem I currently have. Like there are times where like, 
like I hear people complaining about aspects of their relationship where I'm like, I would rather be like as happy and content as I am now alone than Mm -hmm. be in a relationship that makes me feel that way. Right. And I think that's just like the, and I think after watching this, um, special and like kind of like having that new mindset, I like pick it up more now where I'm like so much more like grateful for like my like life dynamic and like I guess my jigsaw essentially Mm -hmm. and so I think that really like it just really changed my perception of like like being alone and like how that's okay but then also like what it means to find someone who actually fits into your life and like you know what that means and like relationship dynamics so I just love it I rewatch it all the time when I'm like I feel like I need a reminder you know yeah, no, I think it's, it's put, it's mm-hmm. really good perspective. And I think I watch it and like, you know, I, if our friends, I don't know who like actually has watched it, but like, I think hopefully it's like validating yeah. like, their feelings being in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you know, being no, like, I, hope, I, I don't think do any, have my puzzle piece, like, or, yeah. you know, like, I don't I think any like, of our friends would watch this and be like, oh, I need to break up. With no, I <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't, it shouldn't be scary. And but, but then it's like, if you are maybe doubting things, maybe you should watch it and just like, yeah, try and gain a perspective. And like, that doesn't mean you're going to break up with your boyfriend or right. your significant other, but like, maybe it'll just be like, okay, wait, no, like we are a good fit or like whatever. Um, I just think it's really, really well done. It's yeah. really funny. He's really smart. And I feel like, you know, I had a lot to think about after watching it. It was, it's definitely like a conversation inducing mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. So I definitely check it out again. It's like the last like 20 minutes you can yeah. watch the full thing, but the, what we're talking about is the last half yeah. and it, it was good. I mean, I mm-hmm. think it was really eye opening. Highly recommend Daniel Sloss. His other routines are also hilarious. The first one it's called dark it is dark, I have to say. It's definitely more my speed of humor, but it's really good if you're into that. So I highly recommend. But so yeah. Yeah, so that is the episode. So I hope we gave you something to think about. Not as anxiety inducing as you thought, right? Yeah, but it's just like not like a I know. It's like a weird topic for me to talk about with people. Yeah. I think you did great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well we'll talk, talk to you guys to you later. In the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only to stay up to date on the latest content and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O Girl Vibes Only.